the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Evil minds that plot destruction Sorcerer of death's construction In the fields of bodies burning As the war machine keeps turning Death and hatred to mankind Wash my hands. Oh, larger.
All right. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Wherever you are in the world, my name is Josh. That's Vince Ataglia via. This is the Red Hill Projects Daily Dose live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. or 8 p.m. on Tuesdays. Subject to change. We'll probably be going back to 8.30 p.m. on that night. And a lot of changes happening here. We'll talk about more of that here uh, after a meeting next week. It's going to be quite interesting. Of what really does happen and what might be coming to the Redfoot project. <laughs> you guys might yeah. have some excitement coming here. So we'll talk about that next week, hopefully, once everything is kind of confirmed. But anyways, if you're new to the Red Pill Project or the Daily Dose, this is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy. Uh, that is communism, totalitarianism, author authoritarianism coming to the United States of America, undermining the United States Constitution, infiltrating our institutions of society and bringing about the destabilization of the global economy, the global populace, and imprisoning mankind once again into a new slave matrix. That is what we're fighting. That's what we are exposing. That is what we are talking about here if you are new here to the Red Pill Project, the Daily Dose, or anything that we do here on this channel, please definitely hit subscribe, hit that like button, hit that share button, hit comment. The chats are going wild, so get out there, get on the chats, make sure you're taking part in the revolution because damn right it is being televised. And you know, interesting, uh, Vince, something interesting yeah. I saw today. What's that? So we are day five of the Israel conflict, right? Is that it? Day five? Day five. Day five. I'm tired. Kind of, day kind five. of interesting. Day five, uh, how, okay. how long do you how, how long do you think it's gonna last? Well, gosh, how long is it gonna last? That's a good question, my friend. Well, I saw the uh, headline on Drudge Report today, and it reminded me of something. Day six, Gaza into darkness. Gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh, got a blackout, oh, huh? Oh, well, hold on, hold on. Ready? Paint the picture. Disinformation existing is necessary. Ten days darkness, war, good versus evil. Roadmap of big picture is here. Review post happenings clarified. Um, what's the connection here? Do you I'm think sorry, this conflict will? Do you think that this conflict will last ten days? Ten days of darkness. Do you think Gaza is going to be in darkness for ten days? They just shut off all water, yeah. all electricity, all fuel. Is Gaza going to be in darkness for ten days? So today's day one. That puts us at the twenty first, right? What's yep. the twenty first? October twenty first. They have a hundred. They have about one hundred and twenty square miles that they have to clear of Hamas. Thousands upon thousands of Hamas fighters. Guys, Maybe. I think we could be looking at ten days of darkness here. Good googly moogly. Maybe, yeah. huh? Like Don Mag is like, yes, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Don. All right. Uh, Israelis report armored vehicles approaching border from Jordan. Convoy Muslim women and children evacuate from the West Bank. We heard uh, speculation today that the U.S. Embassy in Lebanon, and Beirut, Lebanon, was being evacuated. Uh, we have missile strikes coming in from Syria, Lebanon, um, and, and multiple other places into Israel. This is all-out war breaking out in the Middle East. The United States is sending a second carrier group, the uh, the the. The Ike is headed towards the, the Mediterranean. This will put two carrier groups. And when you say carrier group, people, I want people to understand. A carrier group isn't just a carrier. Right. A carrier group is you have probably two destroyers, two cruisers. You probably have a fast frigate or a tender, um, an ASW ship. 
these types of things, you have a lot of war power here. Okay. Warship power here. And so having two of them in the Middle East, I don't think the last time that we had two carrier groups in the Med, the last time we had that, I, I, don't, I don't even know when. Um, this is significant. And the United States is coming out now talking about funding, funding, funding Taiwan, Israel, and Ukraine. And new funding packages coming for them. How about this? Pay for your own shit. I, I, like. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I didn't idea. I didn't be born into this country and have my tax dollars be freaking laundered to these foreign countries because they can't get their politics straight. And look, Israel, I, I understand. You know what? I, I, I feel for the innocent people on both sides, the Palestinian and the Israelis, the innocent people who have died and who are displaced, who have lost people. I, my heart goes out to them. But if you want to look at this war that's happening right now between Israel and, and Hamas, this has nothing to do, okay, nothing to do with mm-hmm. what people think it is about. It's not because Hamas hates Israel that they're in there. You want to know what this is about? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right, by the way. Um, let's, 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 let's watch a little video. This is my buddy, the Gnostic Pope. You can agree with them or disagree with them, but let's just listen to what we have to hear on this video here. Don't mind let's if I do. Why this war is really going on, people? So the world still hasn't woken up to Zionism. This is Palestine, an open-air prison with millions of people in it. Yeah, Palestine. So now I've got to come on here and educate everybody about how this place was actually called Palestine for a really, really long time. Did you know that Israel was created in 1948? Because this is Palestine. What most people don't know is that Israel is not a country. It is an occupation of Palestine since 1948. We're talking about a military occupation that's been going on for 75 plus years. 75 plus years. I want you to imagine how you would act if your home's name was changed and it had been stolen and your neighborhoods were stolen and your kids were arrested and they were held indefinitely and bombs were dropped because everybody wants to think that you're a terrorist even though you have no recourse for the situation you're in. Ask yourself why none of these old maps labeled the region Israel. Why? Because it's not Israel. And the Torah is not a land contract. I bet you didn't know that Palestine was gifted to the Zionists in 1917 by Lord Balfour, called the Balfour Declaration. Notice the name up in the corner, Lord Rothschild. That's right. The region of Palestine was gifted to Lord Rothschild in 1917. So what's this about? This is... uh the man behind the curtain and their wives <laughs> mainly, I guess. I don't know. I love that theory. Well, but yeah. Number, dude, one, number one, this is about the Palestinians being displaced. And, and so by the way, when Israel, when Israel was granted the small amount of land in Palestine in 1948, the amount of land was probably equivalent to what Gaza is today. Yeah. And it's expanded over the years. And it's expanded to where the Palestinians now have that same amount of land. And yeah. Israel owns the rest of it. And that was done through warfare after it was promised they wouldn't do it through warfare. Um, 
listen, I, I'm not going to argue with anybody on this topic. This, this, that is the well, truth. This, this yeah. we know this is true. Historically Palestine, speaking, yeah, exactly Palestine it's... has been Palestine for I think what 1500, 1600 years up until 1948 or 1917. Can't yeah. argue that. Yeah. You know, okay. it's hard to put this into simplistic terms, and I think that's where people come to clash when discussing this, and uh, things are much more complicated than they are on the surface. You can't boil it down to something very simple. I think it's beyond what is on the surface level, just my mm-hmm. opinion there. I, I agree, and I actually might have another video if I can find it mm-hmm. um, to, to show you a little context here. Of something that I've said multiple times before, and people are like, that's not true. It absolutely is true. Um, let me see if I can find this video. And I know I do, I, I didn't have this one ready, unfortunately. But, you know, it, there's a lot of news today. We're going to get through a lot of the news. We got plenty of time to do it. But I just want to tell everybody is that things are not what they seem, and they're not what you think they are. Yes, this is a religious battle. This is biblical. This is the 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 Jews believe that this is a biblical battle that is playing out. Absolutely yeah. 100%. And okay? let's face it, if you <laughs> look at the Bible, some of it does match up. So, it's kind of scary. Well, but why is that? Why so, why is that? Be, why does it match up like that? One could argue self-fulfilling pr- prophecy. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Number 2 could be, well, who wrote the King James version of the Bible? Mm, I don't know, man. Well, King James is the one who orchestrated it 600 years ago. We believe mm-hmm. it was Shakespeare who wrote it. Oh, okay. And these are, these are these are then ago globalists. So therefore, it rolls right back into self-fulfilling prophecy. Now, <laughs> people are saying, well, it's the word of God. Okay, sure. It, maybe it is. Maybe it's not. You have to look at both speculations. You have to look at both sides of the story and say, well, what if? What if it actually is this? What if we, what if we, you know, kind of been duped in that perspective? Mm-hmm. I, I'm just putting it out there. Um, I obviously don't have the video. I thought I had it saved. You know, with the amount of disinformation and psychological warfare going on, I wouldn't be surprised. And let's face it, there's a little bit of stuff out there that indicates it's a little bit of uh, fugazi in this uh, everything and everything. Fugazi. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Guy Plus Beard. Miss you. Shout out to Guy Plus Beard, Fugazi. Fugazi. Man, I missed the Fugazi news. That was so fun. I wonder if we still have those uh, clips or the um, whatever. Anyway. I'm pretty sure we do. I think I found the clip, but I had it downloaded on my uh, my laptop. Um, so, Vince, why don't we uh, start with uh, some other news today uh, mm-hmm. while I'm looking for this clip? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, Congressman Steve Skellis won a closed-door session. <laughs> vote. He did not win Speaker of the House. He is still short nine votes from the Freedom Caucus, but he won a closed-door session vote against Jim Jordan. So he's the one that will go up to be the one. Yeah. And I'm hearing people say he's a rhino and is this just McCarthy again or whatever. What are, do you know anything about this guy? No. Me either. Uh, well, Steve, Steve, Steve uh, Skelly's. Yeah. Um, he's... He's kind of an on-the-fence Republican. Mm-hmm. Um, he can be kind of uh, party politics, or he can also be MAGA, uh, but probably more party politics than MAGA. I would, I would absolutely say that. 
I don't like uh, it. I don't have the video. Fuck, man. I was hoping I did. It was a good video, but it was a video of a um, of a man uh, of a Christian man preaching the word of Jesus on the streets in Israel. Okay, mm I don't think I've seen. And it. and a few Jews come up to him. A few people in Israel come up to him. And they say, "You need to stop. Mm. You need to leave." And he's like, "No, no, we're good. We, we were allowed to preach Yahushua." Uh, the police have said we could, and other people said we could. And he goes, no, mm -hmm. that's blasphemous. You need to leave. You're right. an infidel. You need to leave. He goes, right. the Bible says that we must kill you. Okay. That's what he said. This is a Jew talking to a Christian. Mm -hmm. Okay? Because you are an idol worshiper. What does the Bible say about idolatry, idol worship? Jews believe that those who believe in Jesus are uh, idol worshipers. Or that... Right, focus on Jesus as uh, they're no. If they believe that if they believe in Jesus and that Jesus was yeah. more than a prophet, that he was God, right. Son of God, God embodied, right? Then but, they are idol worshippers. But Jews believe in Jesus. They just look at the whole thing a different a different way, right? Am I right on that? Well, it's not that they believe in Jesus. They believe Jesus well, was a prophet, right? So it's just the perspective. It's a perspective, not a Jesus didn't mm -hmm. exist thing. Just semantics. With but I thought it was a but, very good context for people out there because yeah, so. I have a question though. Does the Bible say that? Because they say the same thing. Muslims say the same thing, right? Oh, it says in our Quran or whatever that we need to kill. If you don't believe that Muhammad's a prophet, we'll really, kill you. Does it really say that, or is that some sort of interpretation? Well, it's an interpret there you go, it's an interpretation. But I mean the, the Torah does say that. I it mean, does. Moses came down from uh the mountain, right? And he carried the Ten Commandments and he found the Israelites worshiping a false idol, mm. and God commanded. They must all die, women, men, and children. Pretty damn clear to me. Oh God. Uh, this makes Can't we all can't we all just get along, man? Yeah. That's where I'm at, man. You look at this, we're all humans on this blue marble. Yep. The aliens are probably looking down at us. Like Spaceship Earth. What is going Join on? us for season 2023 final season or final chapter coming up here next. You're not going to want to miss the grand finale. Yeah. What are the odds that Hunter Biden's judge dismisses his gun charges? Huh. I could have <sighs> called that shit. I knew he was innocent. I knew he was innocent. <laughs> I knew it. I knew he was innocent. Yeah. Like, he, he's, he's the president's son. Wow. He's an angel. He didn't do anything wrong. Good googly moogly. Good googly moogly. So uh, Trump predicted the Israeli war two months ago after Joe Biden's disaster with Iran. Let's let's watch this clip here. Of course, it's just going to spin. I mean, why wouldn't you spin? Hold on a second, people. And thank you, Benny Johnson, for this great clip. East for nothing in exchange. Didn't they also get five Iranians? They will get five uh, Iranians uh, as well. Yeah, Jackie. Then why do we need to add $6 billion on top of that? This is the deal that uh, we were able to strike. Biden's ransom payment will be immediately used to stoke violence, bloodshed, and mayhem throughout the Middle East putting Israel, the United States, and the entire world in very grave peril. Joe Biden just lit a match to the Middle East. Uh, Israel 
has got to be on alert. The news that the deal is moving forward is drawing criticism from both sides of the aisle on Capitol Hill. The way to avoid having hostages taken by Iran is to be strong, firm, and resolute. And to not use carrots in the form of $6 billion, but to use sticks in the form of threats to things that Iran holds dear. $6 billion they want released, and they're going to show us they're going to use it for humanitarian aid. There's no guarantees of that. So I'm very much concerned about this. So we're looking into it much deeper, but I'm very concerned. Do you have concern that money is fungible? I am. Could I, there is obviously money is fungible. The administration says this is limited to humanitarian aid, but they also acknowledge that funds are fungible, which means they can use, move them around and will aid them in being able to do other things. So people are, are very concerned. It seems, you know, very clear to the critics in both sides on the Hill that money is fungible. That's the criticism. Right. And now President Rahisi has added fuel to the fire that already existed of criticism by saying we're going to do anything we want with it. But isn't it true that this frees Tehran up to spend more on other nefarious goals like supporting terrorism and boosting its nuclear program? And it's, you know, I can't predict what they'll do going forward here. As Nancy explained to you, money's fungible. Right. Uh, and so uh, any financial relief uh, can be used by the regime. And- I want I want everybody to pay attention to what's being said here. Okay, this is August and September of this year. This is the mainstream narrative narrative media perpetuating the narrative. Understand that. Okay, and I will put all this together here in a minute. In another way, and that's why there is um, real controversy to this. It's fungible. You couple that with the president of Iran saying, "I'm going to use the money however I want to." Where is that going to go? It's going to go into terror proxies. Uh, This will go into more terror operations where they try to kill Americans. They kill, you know, Israelis. Money's fungible. This money is going to the Iran regime. It's a terrorist regime. It's the largest state sponsor of terrorism. And it's going to kill a lot of people, unfortunately. You know, money is fungible, right? And... So uh, the Iranians will be able to use other funds for uh, their illicit activities. We know they support terrorist groups like Hezbollah and Hamas. Money is absolutely fungible. So just because they can't use those exact dollars for the purpose they've laid out doesn't mean that they can't change their budgets on other parts of their humanitarian aid so that they're able to redirect that to areas where they can't use that money. Money is by definition fungible. And the other thing is this is absolutely a ransom payment. Exiled son of Iran's last Shah calling history the best guide we saw what happened to the money that was released to the iranian regime under the obama administration it went to further finance the regime's proxies in syria and lebanon even though the administration claims these funds are limited to humanitarian transactions we all know that transactions are difficult to monitor iran's president on the other hand understands that money is fungible Tehran continues to funnel resources to terrorist proxies like Hezbollah in Lebanon and Hamas in Gaza. Okay, I'm going to stop it right there. That's August and September of this year. Okay? Money's fungible. Almost like they were given talking points. All of them. Almost like the Republicans and the Democrats alone yeah. were setting up the global narrative for a global play. $6 billion to Iran from Joe Biden. I don't know how he released that because only Congress can release that amount of money. So kind of interesting there. Um, but 
Okay, let, let's take this back. Afghanistan would draw. We leave $85 billion worth of equipment there. That gets distributed throughout Eastern Europe, uh, through Northern Africa, and through the Middle East. We know Hamas, Hezbollah, Iran got a lot of that. Um, you have U- U.S. weapons and money going to Ukraine. The weapons are being turned around, sold on the black market. We have confirmation of this through various intelligence sources. Uh, it was then later blamed on Russia, but we know that that's not true because they got these missiles and they got the guns in cases. Uh, and these were sold to Hamas and Hezbollah. They were bought with the $6 billion that Joe Biden released to Iran. And in the midst of all of this, in the midst of all of this, the mainstream media was setting up the narrative for Hezbollah, Hamas, Iran, Hezbollah, Hamas, Iran, Hezbollah, Hamas, Iran. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, the president of Egypt confirming we have U.S. intelligence confirming parts of you spokespeople from U.S. intelligence connected to U.S. intelligence confirming that the president of Egypt told Netanyahu 10 days before the event that an attack was coming. They ignored it. I showed the post. Did I show the post last night? Or uh, actually I talked about, I talked about this in the radio today. I'll go to this real quick. Hold on. Let me, let me pull it up real quick. I didn't post much on Twitter today. Um, We have, um, we'll, we'll talk about that's big. That's important. Um, Don, Don Luque actually posted this and then I did my own research on it and I found the original source and it's legit. Uh, there are now reports in the IDF intelligence soldier insiders claim that the Israeli attack was a false flag to start the holy war and usher in the one world government. From the IDF intelligence soldier, I served in the IDF 25 years ago in the intelligence forces. There's no way Israel did not know of what's coming. A cat moving alongside the fence is triggering all types of force and responses. So this happens. What happened to the strongest army in the world? How come border crossings are wide open? Something is very wrong here. Something is very strange. A chain of events is very unusual and not typical for the Israeli defense system. To me, the surprise attack seems like a planned operation on all fronts. And then I go back in here and I kind of pull this up and it's coming from uh, this lady's substack uh, right here. Uh, uh, Efrat Fengesen. She's a podcaster, a journalist. Uh, She has tons of great content on Twitter. I highly recommend you give her a follow. Um, But remember a few things, uh, uh, a few months ago, Israel was nearing civil war, people. They needed something to unite the country. With Iran nearing nuclear weapon development, Israel has declared many times they must stop them before it happens. The West needs a distraction from the Ukraine money laundering scheme and Biden impeachment. The globalists need a crisis as a catalyst for massive infrastructure change. War is a racket. This was a false flag. They let this happen and played Hamas as the radical fools they are. This was funded by the U.S., weapons provided by Ukraine, the U.S., and Afghanistan withdrawal. Money from $6 billion Biden released and organized through the proxy of Iran without fear because they already have nukes. And so this was all about ushering in World War III, the new world order, people. This is what it's about. And I'm telling you, it's not going to stop here. What does that mean? This is Khalid Mashal. He is one of the founding members of Hamas. He gave a speech today asking Muslims all around the world to do the foundling. This is no joke. He asked all Muslims all around the world to do the following, to show anger, especially this Friday in Muslim countries and also among a Muslim diaspora around the world. He called it the Friday of El Qasa flood. 
He said this will send a message to of rage to Zionists and to America. He asked for financial help from all Muslims around the world to help with their money. He called it a financial jihad. He asked Muslims to give to the fighters of Gaza in order to compensate for their destruction. He asked political pressure from Muslim leaders and Muslim nations to stop Israel's military invasion of Gaza. The most important thing, he asked all Muslims around the world to carry jihad by their souls, to fight and be martyrs for Al-Aqasa. He wants Muslims to fight against the Jews, starting with Muslims who live in countries surrounding Israel, Jordan, Syria, Lebanon, and Egypt, but also other countries, to go to the borders and try to enter by each of his own means. He said, this is the time for jihad to be applied on the ground rather than just in theory. He asked the Muajin to go in long caverns to spell, spill their blood for the land of Palestine. These are his final words. Funds are important, but today we were asking for your blood and souls to be sacrificed to Palestine. A sacrifice on Friday the 13th. This is very concerning. Yeah, we're wearing the Punisher shirt. That's why it's called Prelude to War. That's why War Pigs was played, people. I, you yeah. Got- if you're going out this week, if you're working this week, if you're if you're out of somewhere on Friday night, anything of that nature, you need to heed warnings. Okay, yeah. you need maybe, to be hyper vigilant. Maybe what you were going to do Friday, you do Thursday instead, and stay home. Yep. Uh, Fridays when Islamists do the Juma prayer. Uh, we must head to the squares in the streets of the Abraham and the Islamic world on Friday. The scholars who teach the jihad and to all teach and learn for this moment of application and theories, jihad begins. Now, do you remember that video from Brooklyn, New York City the other day of the Muslim calling that Islam will be in each school, people will accept it by force? And he said, what, America is a Muslim country. How many uh, protests do we have around the country in many major cities of Palestinians? A lot. Everywhere. Guys, I I swear, I I pray that nothing happens. I I hope that nothing happens. But uh, these days... They called for it, dude. This is like... And Israel's saying they're going to wipe Hamas off the face of the earth. I know. And, And here's the thing is, who is Hamas? Here, here, here. So Hamas is a political party. Yeah. That's like saying, I'm going to wipe Republicans off the face of the earth. Right. Okay. And what do you have to do to do that? Level. You, you have any, so where does the right. line of conservatism and liberalism end or independence and moderates? Yeah. So when Israel says they're going to wipe Hamas off of it, who do they declare Hamas? Anybody that picks up a gun against them? Yeah. Well, do they, it looks like. Right now, they're pretty much just isolating it to a geographical location, apparently. Mm-hmm. Or I guess they just happen to be mostly concentrated in Gaza. Well, here's Strip, the thing: but... is when they go into Gaza, and this this is your first indication. Lights yeah. are out in Gaza. This is the Gaza Strip right now, completely black, dark. The last gener- generators are out of fuel. In the next twelve hours, you're probably going to see fireworks rising from this place. Okay. Uh, what yeah. what how does a military operation re- operate the first thing you do is you do coordinated airstrikes on high potential target areas 
right? Target areas that you know that troop troops and munitions, anti-air, these types of things are all at. The Russians did this with precision in Ukraine on the day of the invasion. The Israelis have been doing this for two days since the attacks occurred, hitting Gaza Strip. We've seen all the video evidence. Mm -hmm. Then what do you do? You send in your ground barrage. Okay, you have 120 square miles of land in Gaza area to cover. You have 300,000 Israeli soldiers forming right now on the Gaza border, including U.S. service members, Special Forces, Delta, and SEAL Team 6. They're going to go in there and all hell is going to break loose. And the moment that this ground incursion starts to occur in Gaza, there is going to be retaliation from Hezbollah in Lebanon, most likely from Iran. I'm telling you, this shit is going to escalate very, very fast. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see major developments by this evening after the show or while we sleep and tomorrow just being bombarded with who knows what. So the military is not going to tell you their threat condition, okay? They're not going to tell you their threat condition. Um, One of our viewers last night, Mm. not going to name their name, good people. I'm glad they keep us updated. Um, But there's – and this is – hearsay who knows what it is um one of their their daughter's fiance is a marine the other day he messaged her and said he's going to go dark for a mission he is on he's not expected to be contactable contactable until sunday his unit has been training for building breach and rescue in urban areas so he's most likely is in gaza so godspeed my friend that's but that's marine recon unless he's a seal um they sent the carrier group there. Now they're sending a second carrier group. Now right. Joe Biden came out just an hour or so ago and says the United States will be sending more F-18s and F-35s to the Middle East as tension rises. They sent the Bataan um, um, Amphibious Assault Group or Amphibious Readiness Group to the Persian Gulf last month. 5,000 Marines, two ships, the Bataan and the Carter Hill. Plus, I believe there's a cruiser or destroyer out there as well. Guys, yeah, this you know is what? preparations for war. Mm-hmm. And I didn't put it together till this morning, but do you remember last week or about a week ago when we reported that France is moving its people out of Niger? Yep. It's probably because they knew this was going to happen and they wanted those people elsewhere. I think, I don't know, spe- speculation, but, what you know, it's just... Well, how about this? Did anybody hear about the attack in the Baltic Sea this the last few days? Anybody? Yeah, I did. Did anybody know that the uh, that the Finland pipeline was sabotaged in the Baltic Sea this week? Yeah. Same oh. story, dude, huh? Same exact story. That Finland and other Baltic countries are on high alert as a natural gas underlying undersea pipe leak was detected on Sunday from Finland to Estonia. EU officials already suspect the leak was caused by a deliberate act of destruction which fuels concerns about Nord Stream 2.0 and Europe's energy security ahead of the Northern Hemisphere winter. NATO Security General Jens Stoltenberg met with EU officials about the damage sustained. Now, why would that be happening right now? Let's get NATO involved. Well, well, hold on, though. But why? Because the NATO Secretary General threatens response. Threatens a response. If Finland pipeline was sabotaged, 
Last time the Nord Stream 1 happened, who did they blame? Russia. Who do you think they're going to blame for part two? Russia. What's everybody distracted with and not Ukraine and Russia? What everybody is distracted with? Israel. Israel. And so NATO begins engaging Russia and no news reports on it. They're going to come out and they're going to find that Russia is the one that did this. It's not what happens. It's not the truth. And they already said, well, there was a Russian ship near the area. And then all of a sudden now it's, Mm -hmm. uh, we've got a leak. Yeah. And, um, you know, we'll follow it. Then Edrogan from Turkey. Yes. We shot down one of the drones last week. Oh, not an international incident or anything in a foreign country that the United States isn't even legally allowed to be in, that the United States is illegally in their country, Syria. So was Turkey, but Turkey has every right to fly their drone around that area. It's not U.S. territory. U.S. doesn't have permission to be there. And I, I'm American. I, look, I, I, we got to play the, the books, people. And they shot down a NATO allies drone. So what does that mean? The second largest military in NATO is most likely going to be leaving very soon and joining Russia, China, and the BRICS. That's going to be a huge blow to NATO. Saudi Arabia comes out and stands with Palestine, throwing right. the support behind Palestine. All, all they have to do right now is come out there and say, we're reducing production to, to 850,000 barrels a week or whatever. And now gas prices skyrocket. Not only that is the flow of traffic through the Straits of Hormuz out of the Persian Gulf. This is going to be disrupted because of warfare. And that's a great point, Josh, because I think, you know, all wars are bankers wars, as they say. And Mm -hmm. controlling that port is probably one of the key objectives to all of this. Well, it is. And and isn't it interesting, like uh, Black Sea port, Ukraine, um, China seaport, Taiwan, and then the other port in the, well, Med, and then you have the West Bank there, and then you also have the Persian Gulf, the Straits of Hormuz. Oh, wow. I mean, the three mo- main trade routes for Europe, Middle East, and Asia is where war's going on. Oh, my God. Like, you can't make this shit up. Yeah. So 22 Americans are confirmed dead in Israel. They knew this was going to happen, people. Now, Prime Minister Netanyahu has shared some gruesome details of the atrocities committed by Hamas while delivering first statement after the formation of emergency government. Uh, these were the beheaded children that they were talking about yesterday. The Israeli IDF came out there and said, no, these are fake. They're not true. It didn't happen. Now they're saying, yeah, it happened because they saw the outrage by the people and the mass support they got from it. So they're going to push all these videos. I'm not saying they're real, but I'm saying we can't believe fucking anything these days. Don't believe anything Hamas, Palestine says. Don't believe anything the U.S. says. And don't believe anything Israel says. Don't believe yeah. anything NATO says or Europe says or even what Putin says. Or even what don't I Don't believe any of these people. These people are chess masters that are moving pawns on a board. And they're all about world domination. And they don't give a fuck about you and me. And they will lie their asses to get support for any type of war that they possibly can. When you see bipartisan support for a mm-hmm. war effort. You better watch the hell out because everybody's in on that shit. I don't trust nobody. 
So, Ministry of Defense of Israel, we will wipe Hamas, Hamas, ha, ha, Hamas off the face of the earth. Um, 360,000 Israeli troops are on the move to Gaza. Uh, we have wow. 11 UN staff, 30 pupils of UN schools killed in Gaza. Um, John Kirby has, Admiral John Kirby has admitted that funding for Ukraine is coming, that there's a new funding package. Inside of that funding package is money going to Ukraine, Taiwan, and Israel. That's our money. Um, yep. So global jihad this Friday, the 13th. Watch out, people. Uh, BLM, BLM Chicago has deleted the tweet celebrating terrorism. They now say they are proud of the message they sent out, but they continue to stand with Palestine and other people who do what they must do to live to be free. Um, nine UN workers were killed in Gaza. NATO Secretary General response, threatens response. We just talked about that. Um, Ed Drogan says there's a disproportionate use of force against Hamas. So he's right. standing with Palestine and Putin standing with Palestine because of the atrocities being committed. Uh, China has came out and they want to seek peace talks between Israel, Palestine uh, authorities. Trump predicted this obviously two months ago. Uh, we have what here? Alexander Bortikanov uh, accused Kiev and London of nuclear terrorism after Russian nuclear facilities were allegedly targeted. Yeah. That's right. They wanted a nuclear meltdown in Russia. British special forces training Ukraine saboteurs. The FSB uh, chief Alexander Borchanov has accused Kiev and London of nuclear terrorism. UK special forces have been training Ukrainian saboteurs to commit acts of terrorism and sabotage targets on Russian territory, including nuclear power plants. The director of the federal Russian Federal Security Service uh, speaking at a security meeting in Baku. Uh, Wednesday, the official stated the FSB members detained members of the Ukrainian Sabotage and Reconnaissance Group in August, who revealed they had been trained by members of the British Special Forces who were also responsible for planning their operations. The group's tasks included carrying out sabotage against military targets, oil transport, and critical infrastructure facilities, as well as nuclear energy, specifically the Shmolenoch and the Kursk nuclear power plants. This is NATO for you. These people are sick and evil, guys. Sick and absolutely evil. Um, Germany is on the verge of collapse. Their people are fed up. Europe has a big immigration problem and all these countries are fighting back. You remember the riots that were going on in Paris a few months ago and a year oh, yeah. ago? Whatever happened to all that? It's been off and on. It's been off and on, but no news is reporting on it anymore, huh? Not really, no. I mean... That's small, small time now. Mm -hmm. um, now let's just jump into the economic. Largest U.S. banks facing worst bad loan write-off in three years. Yikes. Wait a minute. What, what does that mean? What, what is a bad loan write-off, Vince? I don't know. I'm not an economic guy. <clears throat> I just play one on TV. Largest U.S. banks facing worst bad loan write-offs in three years per Bloomberg. Mm -hmm. Expected Q3 net charge-offs at top banks, $5.3 highest since Q2 2020, over two times higher than a year ago. Bank earnings kick off Friday. Hold on tight. Uh, bank write-offs um, specifically is bad loan write-offs. These are loans that defaulted, whether they're mm -hmm. mortgages, commercial, or personal, that defaulted that the bank gets to write off as a tax credit. Mm -hmm. but then they still have third party people go after you about that loan. Oh, that whole scam. Mm -hmm. 
Um, the lo- largest in three years, 5.3 billion written off in a year. You remember when during COVID J- June of 2020, when I was talking about how Wells Fargo and all these other banks are giving this deferment package to mortgage holders and it's just going to accumulate and people are going to default on their mortgages. Yep. That's included in here. Right. And it's not going to come down on the banks, is it? It's going to come down on you and me or people who are struggling right now, right? It's going to increase rates. And we'll get into this. Rising gas and food costs boost U.S. producer prices in September. This means the cost of living, the cost of goods and services is increased again in September. You remember they came out and said inflation decreased in June of this year. And then in July, we saw a rise of inflation by 1% and they adjusted June's numbers and said, oh yeah, we saw a rise then too. We just lied to you and now in september we're seeing another rise in the cost of living um we have feds collins uh the fed is at or near the peak of the rate hike cycle so uh this is scary uh Further rate hike could be warranted depending on incoming data. Expected feds to keep policy restrictive for some time. Policy must stay restricted until clear sign inflation moves to target 2%. Optimistic inflation can be tamed with orderly slowdown, small jobless rise. And we know the jobless numbers that just came out the other day were all garbage. The number of jobs created are part-time Starbucks, uh, low-end workers, factory workers. They're not real jobs. Not factory workers, but the other ones are not real jobs or ones that are actually paying bills. People need two or three of those jobs to actually have a living. Uh, Policy patients will give Fed time to read on the economy. Main uncertainty is measuring impact of past Fed actions. Fed faces challenges in extracting signals from economic data. Cooler core inflation will need softer labor market. Too soon to say core inflation on trend for 2%. Chance of soft landing has gotten higher for economy as savings dwindle economy becoming more responsive to rate policy oh now, good soft landing yeah here's what i want people to understand uh-huh they're saying inflation's going down but we know that this is actually not true actually the fed came out last two weeks ago and said the number needs to be adjusted by a six to eight x which means that you take your 4.2 percent that it's at right now and you multiply that times six x that's 24 percent inflation now if you add in price gouging so you have production costs that increase, transportation costs that increase, the, the cost to produce the material and get it on the shelf, then you have profit margins. The food prices just went up in September. That's indicative of production costs and transportation costs going higher. What's going to happen? Let's say inflation does come down. Those prices are not what Retail companies will say is that, well, we we lost so much profit because of high inflation that we're going to keep our prices this high because people are adjusted to it for just a little while. And then what they'll do is they'll reduce them by 50% of what they were before, but they'll still keep them high and that'll become the new norm. And now the cost of living has increased. This is what they do all the freaking time, people. Hmm. These people are absolute thieves. Um. We talked about that. Zimbabwe has turned a gold-backed digital token in the payment system. We talked about that about a month and a half ago, about what Zimbabwe was doing. But uh, this is what a lot of these BRICS nations are doing is they're moving moving their their currencies to a CBDC that's backed upon physical, tangible assets. And Zimbabwe has a mass amount of gold in their country. So this actually works out really well for them. Um, 
talk about Steve Scalise. He does not have the votes. He currently needs how uh, nine votes. Um, do yeah. I believe he's going to get it? I sure hope not. I don't want yeah. Steve Scalise to be the next speaker of the house and people need to express this. The freedom caucus needs to stand up and say, no, nope, absolutely not. That's not who we want. That's not who Trump endorsed. We want Jim. We want Jim Jordan. I almost said Jim price. Yeah. <laughs> Either one. So let, let's talk. I'm, I'm done going through the news. Okay. What's up? I mean, what's up? What's up, doing? man? Let's talk. I'm hearing knocks on this damn wall. I'm wondering, are the birds back? What's up? Sasquatch out there? I don't know. But what's well, up? You see the Sasquatch video from Colorado? Yes, it's in my notes. Well, oh, well, real quick, we've got Fringe on Friday. And it's Friday the 13th. Do you have any anything in mind for that? Because Mike, it, I will be out of town. I'm going to the truth tour. Oh, shit. Okay. So it's all oh, you. Buddy. I forgot. I forgot. It, there's multiple eyewitnesses to this. Check this out, guys. This is cool. This is in Colorado. Multiple eyewitnesses. There it is. All right, just squat it down. Taking the dookie. Yeah, let me see your camera. I'll do it. So this is a train that actually runs through... Um, I forget the name of the town, Georgetown, up there in Colorado, once you go up into the mountains. And it's a train that just drives all around the mountain areas. And this is what people just took on their video today. He is so camouflaged. Mm-hmm. Wow. I wonder if it's real. It looks real. I think it's absolutely real. I mean, out, out there, Colorado posted this. And this is, you know, people on a train in southwest Colorado may have spotted Bigfoot. Well, um. Yeah, there's a big potential that that is legit as legit comes, people. I wouldn't want to run into one of them, I tell you. Yeah, it's a good one. That'd be nice. Oof, I'm scared, dude. Same thing with aliens. It's like, I don't mm -hmm. know if I can handle that. Aliens would be a tough one. Well, or maybe it's the same. So, uh, fringe. President Trump has came out multiple times the last few days saying yeah. that, uh, well, number one is he said the Israeli war, it's going to break out. This shouldn't happen. I know all the players. Then the last two days, right. he's named one of the players. President Trump has been insinuating for weeks that former President Obama is secretly still in control at the White House. Yeah, he said it. And I said, let's see the phone records, because if he is, there's got to be some way of communication. Yeah. The government pays for his uh, government's paying for all their cell phones. Let's see the phone yeah. records. That's a public yeah. record. And let's see Michelle Obama's birth certificate and fix that one too. What's up with that? Well, how about this one? Uh, Michael Jaco actually posted this on, on Twitter. He goes, whatever happened to the 30 tons of bomb-making material ammonium nitrate that went missing six months ago? Oh, hey, war thank in you. Israel. Look over here. Yeah, thank you. Where is it? It, yep. it just, oh, it went missing anyways. Let's move on. We have a war in Ukraine, everybody. <laughs> Don't pay attention. I said I bet it's packed inside a rider's truck somewhere waiting for deployment to blame on some radical right organization. Oh, my gosh. That would be the move. Yeah, mm -hmm. good call, dude. Oh, my gosh. You heard it here first, folks. October That's right. 11th, 2023. Good. Friday the 13th, what if you potentially had a massive terrorist attack with ammonium nitrate bomb oh going off somewhere? God. Blamed not on radical Muslim, but on radical right organizations. 
right. They're like, oh, the right's attacking the Muslims, and then it's going to further fuel the divide between the people. This is social destabilization 101 hypothetical situation put out there. Color revolution. Dude, I hate that. How do you turn all the Muslims in the United States against uh, the white people and the Christians? You what create a terrorist on? attack. You don't have the Muslims rise up. You have a, a radical right organization do a terrorist attack on the Muslims. Gosh, dude, I hope you're wrong. I hope, I hope I am wrong on this, people. Uh, someone saw the OKC reference. Thank you. Um, the Oklahoma City bombing reference. Oh. Just, just pack all the ammonium nitrate into a rider truck and park it oh, down the street and let some radical right organization uh, deliver it to where you need to go. Hillary picked up on that one. Uh, yep. So, uh, if you believe the problems of the world stem from people not getting along or hating people hating one another because people don't conform to their ideology, then you are not paying attention and most likely a victim of social indoctrination. It's time to wake up. The only reason that Muslims hate Jews, Muslims hate Christians, Jews hate Christians. <clears throat> the only reason that that happens is because of the control, the fear, and the division perpetuated by the so-called leaders of these movements, the leaders of these ideologies, and the leaders of the political class, the aristocracy, if you want to call it that, of the world today. Because that's the way that they want it, because that means that they can engage those people, produce division, they can shake that ant farm up anytime they want when they need a distraction. Like I said right now, Israel is a distraction. They all needed a distraction. Israel is on the brink of civil war. They couldn't, pro they couldn't propagate Russia into a war. Uh, mm -hmm. Israel said multiple times, we watched the news clip. Oh, uh, the $6 billion will be is fungible money being used to fund Hamas and Hezbollah. Hezbollah. That's a script they're reading. Why? Because this is to usher in the new world order, World War III. What happened? So if you guys go to my firestorm theory, what happens when World War III begins? What's next, Vince? I don't know. If, if World War III breaks out tomorrow, if war in the Middle East, Israel goes into Gaza, uh, Jordan, and let's say that Lebanon get pissed and they start launching rockets into Israel. Israel starts doing airstrikes in the Lebanon. Syria gets involved and starts hitting Israel. Uh, the U.S. Navy warships start engaging Syria. Iran gets involved, starts taking out U.S. Navy warships. U.S. starts hitting Iran. Israel starts hitting Iran. And then other nations around the country, North Korea comes in and says, we want some action. We right. China goes into Taiwan. Russia takes over Kiev. All war breaks out. All hell breaks loose. What's the next yeah. More war? Economic collapse, Vince. Oh, what yeah. What are they? All the trade ports. Mm. That's going to cause global economic collapse. That's going to cause global economic collapse. Once that happens, you'll have political destabilization. You'll have protests in the streets, and you'll see the rise of the violence of the violent protests, especially from these ideological, radical ideological groups within the United States of America, within Europe, within the Middle East. They're all going to start rising up. So you're going to have social and yeah. cultural destabilization. The Big political time. sectors. Now, oh, God. They, organization rises up and says, yeah, we're going to go form a militia. We ain't going to let these damn old people come on in here and tell us what to do. 
Well, guess what? Now you're going to be labeled a terrorist and now the government's going to step in. And what's the government going to do when all hell breaks loose in their countries because of all the violence being perpetuated? They're going to declare martial law. Yeah. And once they have martial law underfoot, they're going to say, we need to shut down the internet. There's too much disinformation, misinformation, and propaganda being perpetuated. And they hit the button. And then these broadcasts, all of these broadcasts go offline. We go to martial law for 10 days of darkness. With no broadcast, no access to the internet, only government-sponsored channels. Radios. That's what this firestorm catalyst leads to. I but, hope we are wrong. No, I mean, it's a logical sequence of events for one path of a potential future, and that's why we prep. Yeah, and I pray that you're wrong. I hope you're wrong, and uh, yeah, that would make I, you extremely I happy. say it all the time. I hope I'm wrong. I don't want to be right on any of this it makes perfect sense let's face it but you know part of me part of me thinks that it's possible to avoid the worst case scenario here but what do i know i'm just me (sighs) it's gonna be something in between if it it, listen this is shtf okay Mm. this is shit hitting the fan Mm. israel u.s go into gaza strip they begin t- eliminating Hamas. Other Muslim countries, like Lebanon, Hezbollah, begin the war effort against Israel. Remember I told you, Iran, Hezbollah, they're waiting for something. Yeah, They're it's waiting going- for something. Now, go to the reports that I just showed you. 330,000 Israeli troops are lining up to enter Gaza. That's a lot. All civilians have left. The only thing you have in there is Hamas, right? Well, what do you think is going to happen next in, in Gaza Strip? If you were a military general and you were trained in military tactics, they're going to take they, positions in order to take all of it over. I don't know. Did they just set a trap for Israel and U.S. special forces? Think about this. I don't know. What happened when Hamas went into Israel? What did they do? Which was completely abnormal from anything they've ever done before. They took hostages. They killed civilians and took civilians hostages and then took them back to the Gaza Strip. Why? They've never done that before. Why are they doing it this time? And then asked for a truce. Then asked for a truce. And what did they start doing? They started getting rid of their people. Okay. So now what's going to happen? Israel says, well, we're going to get 300,000 people. We're going to go in the border of the 120 square mile area and we're going to go in there and we're going to completely level Hamas. Guess what? Hamas isn't there, buddy. It reminds me of a story I heard about one of the wars. I, I want you to hold on a second. Oh, yeah. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. I want everybody to think about this. If you were a military general on the other side and you wanted to take out your enemy, you wanted to do a massive amount of damage to them. They went out there and they took a few hundred civilians and dragged them back to Gaza. That doesn't do shit to Israel. That does not deter Israel. Israel is going to go into the Gaza Strip and they are going to try to annihilate Hamas. And they're putting their full military to do it. 300,000 people. Think about it. I told you, Iran was waiting for a moment. Iran was setting them up, dragging the hostages back to the Gaza Strip, consolidating all the Israeli military into one area. And then you bomb the shit out of that area. Nobody ever thinks that 
Iran or Hezbollah will bomb the shit up Gaza. But guess what? If that's going to kill 300,000 Israelis, damn right they will. It's a That would annihilate Israel in one fell swoop. And it's actually, yeah, good point. It's actually a strategy used by Genghis Khan. There's stories of him and his armies running forth towards the enemy, doing a little bit of a battle, and then once given a signal, everybody flees in terror. And the enemy thinks, wow, we really scared the shit out of them. We won this war. Let's advance. Meanwhile, they get flanked by another force, and they're completely wiped out and destroyed an instant later. Kind of similar strategy now, there. Yeah, but, but also, the Hamas leader, what did he just say? What? I mean, besides Friday the 13th? Friday the 13th, Global Jihad Day. Mm -hmm. So you allow Israel soldiers, 300,000 of them, Oh, to enter into the Gaza Strip. On Friday, all hell breaks loose everywhere around the world, and they bomb the shit out of Gaza to kill as many Israelis as they possibly can, which would decimate the Israeli military. This is a fucking setup, people. Maybe. Oh, my god! No, not maybe. This is a fucking setup. This is a massive setup. Think about it. If you have... If anybody out there has any tactical military knowledge, you know exactly Vince, exactly what you just said. Genghis Khan did. This is, guys, they took the hostages into Gaza to lead Israel into it. Like I said, we have we are knowingly find that, finding out that the $6 billion that Joe Biden unlocked for Iran was used to fund this organization. Ukrainian weapons sold in the black market were used to fund Hamas. Uh, we, we have uh, Afghanistan weapons used to fund Hamas and Hezbollah. These weapons haven't been played yet, especially the weapons from Afghanistan. They take the hostages, they drag them back to Gaza, which they've never done any wars, a tactic they've never used. They're able to defeat Israeli defenses. They knew 10 days in advance, but they allowed it to happen. They're condensing all their troops into a 100-square-mile place. They're going to push them in there. They're going to move in their ground troops. And on Friday the 13th, Muslim nations in the Middle East, Iran... Lebanon, Syria will bomb the shit out of Gaza, killing three hundred thousand Israelis. What? What did? What did the leader of Hamas say? What was the one thing that he said? I want you to sacrifice your souls and your blood for jihad. Mm-hmm. The blood of the innocents in Gaza mm. is going to be sacrificed to kill. Jews. That's terrifying. I fucking hope we are wrong. Wow. Yeah. And I haven't seen anybody say that. Mm -mm. Now I'm... I know, I'm kind of like, oh, God. (sighs) And at the same time, Iran... The, the Ike will be in uh, the Med tomorrow. And so now what? you have Iran, the, the Ike, the USS uh, Eisenhower will be in uh, the Mediterranean tomorrow or Friday. And now you have Iran take out naval assets. You have Syria and Lebanon launch barrage attacks into the Gaza Strip. I mean, just imagine this. You have 300,000 Israelis entering into the Gaza Strip. They're in there two days, so they're deep in there. So 120-mile border, they go into the 120 miles, they get into the area, and all of a sudden Hezbollah from Lebanon starts launching rocket strikes and bomb strikes. Or 
as one of my friends was saying, and he's probably going to watch this show later. He's a military guy. You all know him. He said, what if Iran has a dirty bomb? What if they planted a dirty bomb in Israel? No. What if they planted a dirty bomb in Gaza? A dirty nuke in Gaza. And what, what month is it? It's October. I know that one. It's red October. Would the whole entirety of the Shiite Muslim world sacrifice the Gaza Strip to destroy Israel? Damn right they would. Yeah, I mean, Israel's Ah, confined to a relatively small spot compared to Muslims who are all over North Africa and elsewhere. This is some scary shit, man. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm not scared, but I'm, I'm just ready. saying this is this is some serious well, shit. I I hope and people out there call me a, a fear monger, dude. Listen, mm-hmm. put it together. Just string it together and see if you can see it. If you can't see it. Okay, I'm wrong. If I'm a if I'm a military general and I'm waging a fucking holy war, and it's like that, um, it, it, it's like that uh, that song. Been waiting for this moment, coming in the oh. air tonight, right? Da-da-da-da. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. You can feel it coming in the air tonight. They've been waiting for this moment. They've been waiting for this one specific moment yeah come on they've planned this out more than a day all right this is planned there's a plan folks and so that's what that's what proxy that's what i just said i said what if iran has a dirty bomb nuke in gaza and they allow it to go off in gaza with three hundred thousand idf soldiers in there wow that's that's it the war begins it starts then in there yeah and that just kicks off the world with nothing Further conflict around the world. What I would highly recommend to everybody. Yeah. Tomorrow, today, tomorrow, go to the store, buy an extra five, 10 gallons of water, fill Mm. your tanks up with gas, buy some non perishables, go Mm. down to the local ammo store, buy 400 rounds of 5.56, buy 100 rounds, 200 rounds of some 12 gauge. All right. Get what you need. And just take it easy this weekend. Just relax. <sighs> Man. I mean, the more I look at this, the more it... Don Mega, I don't care about the Trump card. I don't think the Trump card plays any part of this right now. No offense. Thank you, buddy. But um, I don't think it, it's pertinent in this conversation. Scotty three eight Billy West, thank you for the follows, guys. That's awesome. Welcome to the welcome to the show. I I, I can't stop thinking about it. If you start looking at it, this whole narrative has been set up from the get go. We have the media pundits talking about fungible money, six billion dollars. That's going to be that's going to be used to fund Hamas and Hezbollah. Hamas and Hezbollah. Who got the weapons from Afghanistan? Hamas and Hezbollah. Who were the Ukrainians selling the black arms to, which the U.S. or the deep state was funding to? Hamas and Hezbollah and Iran. Iran just came out the other day and said, just wait, Israel. It's going to get worse for you. And Israel comes back out and says, you wait. We're coming. 
And I ran like, bring it. I ran as cocky. I, we're showing clearly that the $6 billion was used to fund Hamas through Iran. Why would Iran knowingly do that? Because they know that Israel will retaliate against them with all-out war. It, Iran is also close to the nuclear weapon, or maybe they already have one, or they bought a few from the black market. Either way, Israel has said that they will wipe Iran off the face of the earth before they ever allow them to have a nuke. So if Iran is getting cloak, close to the nuke, and they know that Israel is going to do a preemptive attack at some point in time, why not set up this whole event that we just saw on the 50, or the, the, 50, the anniversary of the 50, 50-day war, right after Yom Kippur, go in there, take the hostages, Bring them into Gaza Strip. Allow the airstrikes to absolutely flatten the Gaza Strip. They don't care about civilian life. Hamas has already left. The hostages are probably sitting in the rumble. And now you have 300,000 Israeli troops getting on the border, ready to invade the Gaza Strip. Once they walk into that 120-mile radius piece of land, absolute annihilation from Hezbollah and Iran, bombing Israel at that point getting through the defense shields because they already hacked their systems. Yeah. Um, I actually heard reports of a lot of hacking activity. Um, I don't have a lot of details on that, but your theory sounds exactly right uh, and plausible. And, um, you know, it, it, one thing that the rumble. So is rumble having problems? So guys, I noticed today that there's been some problems on uh, a few of the channels. I think the internets are being hacked around the world. Yeah. Rumble went down today. X went down today. Um, what else went down today? I don't know. Um, but if Rumble I could... seems to have been attacked by paragliders. Oh, no. Too soon. But, you know, it was interesting to see this attack occur in Israel and then everybody retreat back to Gaza Strip. And... Was it that much of a failure, or is it just part of a larger plan like you've laid out? Uh, you have to wonder. I mean, did they put out a reason for why they all retreated? Were they like, oh, we're retreating, we want to choose it? It just doesn't add up. So you may be right. And like I said, they planned this stuff out many moves ahead. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Oh, lordy. I wonder what they think. Okay, I'm putting some links out there for the Foxholer or for uh, Rumble. If you, uh, has anybody not listened to back then and bought NVIDIA, you would have profited well. Okay, anyways. Um, did we get booted? It seems Rumble is having issues. I wonder if it is their Zionist owners. <laughs> oh, no. Well, people are like, Josh got too close to the truth. Must be. Huh. I mean, the live stream is still going on our side. It's just not playing. So wow. I sent a link out. Make sure you're sending the link over there. Guys, I- I'm telling you, we, we could see. And-, and by the way, Friday the 13th is right before what? Friday the 14th. Just kidding. I don't what's know, what's but... Saturday the 14th? Uh, gosh, what is it? Sun, moon, eclipse. Is that the eclipse day? Oh, yeah. It's falling right in that zone that we've been talking about. Creepy. 
Gosh, Josh. It's called The Ring of Fire. Gosh. The Rebirth of the Sun, The Releasing of New Souls. Mm-hmm. Right. What What did I say months ago was going to happen during this time? September 23rd, October 17th. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. I know I'm blown away too. Uh, Rumble's not coming back, but hey, guys, you want to go to Pilled? Let me put that on Pilled. I'm not going to be on much longer, though. Um, man, is anybody else mind blown right now? Mine kind of is. Yeah, I don't like it, but yeah, sometimes you got to face. And I'll be at the Truth Tour in Nashville. Oh yeah, on Saturday. Now I don't want to go. Cancel. Fuck it. I might see, I might, I might, I'm going <laughs> to reach out to some friend and see what they think about this theory. Well, I mean, if I'm driving Friday and all of a sudden I hear bombs dropping in, in Gaza from Lebanon, then yeah, I'm definitely not going to, I'm going to turn around and go home. Yeah, dude. Uh, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. If it's if there's any danger. So just be careful. And I'm driving. I'm not flying. Yeah. Whew. All right, guys. All right. What we're going to do here. Roxy SDG69 celebrating a seven month subscription streak. Thank you so much, Roxy. Hannon1313, one ice cream. Uh, RT, uh, RYTV dinners, one lemon. Thank you so much, Hannon and RYTV dinners. Enlightened Science, one lemon. Enlightened Science, one lemon. Cowgirl77, two lemons. Thank you so much, Enlightened Science and Cowgale. Grandma Five Revolt, two lemons. Princess Little Eight, four ice cream. RPG3573, two ice cream. Thank you so much, Cowgale. Grandma Five Revolt and Princess Little Eight and RPG3573. Shannon1313, love the beach. Patriot of Pisces, all one diamond and three lemons. Thank you so much, ladies. Bill West and Scotty38, don't forget to go over to redpills.tv. That's our primary website. Just subscribe over there. But then also go meet the fam over on socialredpill.com. That's our private social network. More than welcome to join. Ways to support us, but also free to join. And you can hang out with some good old people there that you're seeing there in the D live chat. Deselette, one diamond. Thank you so much, Deselette. Uh, observe and learn. Gifted a cookie. Fox Hill, still running strong. Thank you so much, Observe and Learn. Grismo, seven, three lemons. Winston, snake boot, the third one. Ice cream. Thank you so much, Winston. Uh, zoned out, 9279, six lemons. Uh, Wit Tech CG, one ice cream. And Jero in Exile, one ice cream. Thank you so much, Wiz Tech CG, Jero in Exile. And um, and Bill West, one ice cream. Thank you guys all for all the donations. You guys are awesome. Thank you for supporting us. It does. We do appreciate it. We can use your support right now more than ever. We'll keep you guys updated on the news as it comes in. If something like this does happen this weekend, by the way, I will be going fucking live and I will, we will be covering <laughs> all of this. And Hit I hope up. that we are wrong people. I hope we are absolutely wrong. Yeah. Hit me but, up and uh, I'll, I'll be there too. But anyways, guys, I hope you guys all have a great night. Take care. Be vigilant. Stay safe. And what I want you to do is I want you to just be prepared for anything. Be prepared for everything. And remember that this isn't the end. And this isn't fear. But what this is is transition. This is us moving from darkness into light. This is us understanding what's happening in the world and fighting the opposition. We're fighting the globalists. We're fighting the elitists. And as we uncover their plans like we are right now, if we are right, They will never get away with this, I assure you. But much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys all take care. Have a great night. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, 
or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me iPads became. <laughs> I, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.